A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So, whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This podcast is part of the ACAST Creator Network. Welcome to the THL Podcast, coming live from a street in the middle of a city across the water called London. Nice. That was a very energetic intro. Wasn't it? A little bit. Well, he is excited to be here. We left Knock Airport at half nine. Ten o'clock, the flight. Ten o'clock flight this morning. It took me five minutes to go through the airport, security and get to the gate. I'm not sponsored by Knock Airport, but it is good. Is there is there religious security in Knock? No, because Do you know the way that you know a, that Knock Airport. Yeah, but you know Knock Airport's not in actual Knock. It was just easy to call it that because Knock was the most. Yeah, famous that's the type place of thing that would mean something to people from Mayo that it's not actually in the village of Knock. It's but not in Knock because it's in Kilkele, Kilkele, is it? Knock Shrine was the most famous place probably in Mayo, so they called the airport after it. It's ten miles the far side of Knock. Yeah, it's not in Knock. It's in Claremont. It's in Charlestown. It was it's near Knock, the near Knock Airport. Yeah, close to Knock. I was thinking when I was coming over on the flight, one of the first times I ever escaped out of Navin and I came to London for the first time. And I and I remember it vividly because Liverpool, Arsenal won the title. Can, Tommy, I need you on this. Arsenal won the title at Anfield. Was 89. It, was it 89? Was it Michael Thomas or who scored the winner? Michael Thomas scored the winner and the f- two years later was playing for Liverpool. I was, in, I, I was in a flat in Chiswick and I it was one of the first times I ever went down to a corner to shop to get English lager and we bought Tenants and we bought all the English brands because we were coming out and have. But the reason I came to London in 1989 was because I had bought an album called uh, Cloud Classics Volume 1, Soul to Soul. You remember? Back to life, back, back to reality, back to the... Do you remember that? No, I was into Whatever it. do you want me? However do you need, need me? However do you want me? However do you need me? I oh, had this yeah. Oh, I had this on, on, on cassette. I bought the album and Soul to Soul was the band. Jazzy B was the singer and I came to go to their shop and I bought two t-shirts and a load of badges for my denim jacket of Soul to Soul. And when I got back to Navin, I bought a black t-shirt with Jazzy B's embroidery on it, gold writing, and I was the coolest mother Fucker in your in mind. Navin. <laughs> in your mind. I right. was walking around Navin with a soul to soul t shirt. I said, Hey, I was in London there a couple of weeks ago, lads. Yeah, I was down at Tottenham Court Road. Went to Jazzy B. He wasn't there himself, but I bought the t shirt. Soul to soul. And that was one of my first times coming to this great city and realizing it's just this fucking melting pot of tunes and sound systems and bands. And vibrators now and sex shops. Soul to soul. 1989, Tommy. First time I came to London, so I would have left school in 87 and maybe would have come over here the summer of 87. And that was the time when uh, 
there was good money to be earned on building sites. Oh yeah. Do you remember that? Like fellas, there was nothing happening in Ireland. The fellas were coming over here and I remember hearing a rumour that she'd get 65 quid a day on a building site in London. Sterling. Nice. Do you know what I mean? Sterling. Uh, so fellas were being picked up in vans in Kilburn and all that type of crack. And I ended up living in the Oval near Kennington. Um, and I ended up getting a job in a, an aluminium factory polishing grills for £65 a week. Rover De- I, and I, decent dough. Decent spondulas. A week. <laughs> decent spondulas. Why didn't you go for the building sites? I was, I, I just, I wasn't, Too much work. I'm more of a poet than uh, a So that, that's, that suited you perfectly well, a nice job like that, just Polishing shining. the grills, Where yeah. did you live, Tommy, and who'd you, who'd you move so in I, with? So I, I lived with my Uncle Brian in the Oval near Kennington. And I remember one time uh, I took a walk one evening up to a socialist workers meeting in Brixton. <laughs> he took the head off me. You can't just go walking up there. You can be mugged or killed or something. Um, and I got preyed on by the Jesus Army. And they uh, I went into, set you to work, I they? went into Trafalgar Square and there, was these, there were Christians used to walk around in combats. And they were the Jesus Army. And uh, I remember hanging around near them for four or five nights just watching. Because I'd be bored of an evening. I couldn't hang around with my uncle. And there was nothing to do in Kennington. So I'd take the tube into Leicester Square and Trafalgar Square. And these boys come over to me one night dressed in combats. And they put their hands on me head. And you know the way that they, uh, when you see them in America, and they, they, they walk up to get healed. Yes. And all the energy goes in the top of the head. And then they fall over. And the woman comes out fucking twirling a snake. And they all <laughs> sing hallelujah and go jump in a river. Uh, it was like that, except nothing happened. Uh, so they all put their hand on top of my head and they, they prayed for Jesus to come into my life. And I went home after about six weeks with four pound in my pocket after the summer. And no, and no sign of Jesus. And I met an old uh, friend of mine after the show in Glasgow last week, a, a, a wonderful man by the name of Michael Carney, who I was in primary school with and secondary school with. Michael and, Carney. And it just, it reminded me of how if you're friends with somebody in primary school, you are friends with them for life. And there's just an ability to strike up a conversation no matter how long it's been since you've seen one another. And it was just a real pleasure to see him and we were reminiscing about different people. And um, What do he look like, Tommy? Like He's a fine, He's I'd say he lifts things uh, of an evening so in, how his, do in I, his spare paint time. Paint a picture because I can't remember what Michael looked like. Michael would be broad and strong and dark. What carnies is he? What, what carnies is he? He's a, he's a cousin of the Badger. Is he in Carney's cousin? He's a cousin of the Badger County. He's a cousin of Waller Shields. The Waller, the Waller, the Waller won the great men in Nav and the Waller Shields. So great, uh, uh, great. Does he live here? Does he live? He lives over in Glasgow. Um, but that's the wonderful thing about touring is that I know if I go down to Tralee that I can meet Cancer, uh, Cancer Cantwell for a pint. I know if I go down to Waterford, I can meet Davy Smith for a pint. <laughs> I know that when I'm on the road over here in England now, fellas will be turning up out of the woodwork for a pint. It's an amazing. Did he come up to you after the gig? After the gig, and we were chatting. What did he with... say? Well, he says, "Well, you were digging deep there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you went down some avenue there, and did you recognise um, him? Because okay. that was the big joke on this podcast a couple of weeks ago. When you meet someone you haven't seen in years, what are you going to no. say to them? I knew it was. I knew I was meeting him. Oh, oh so you were expecting? I knew I was meeting him. Yeah, um, but it's just it's just it's a, one of the gifts which... of doing this podcast is that you can. Oh, sorry, it's one of the gifts of being a stand-up comic and touring and being well-known is that people make a deliberate effort to come and see you and say hello after the show. And so does Navin accent change a bit? Still has a Navin accent, yeah. Still has a Navin accent, yeah. Loves it. But so, so the two of you had two Navin accents talking to each other. Did it go pure Navin or were you just like civilised like you are no, it sometimes? Good. It was good. It was good. It's just, but good to see him. Uh, and then I started coming over to London, I would say, in the late 19... Say from 96 to about 2001, doing stand-up. And I was thinking about... It, 
all the different comedy clubs I used to go to, there was a 24-hour pool hall in Kentish Town. And myself and a man called Jazz, who was from Serbia, who had a trial for Inter Milan, but then got into a car crash and broke his leg and walked with a permanent limp for the rest of his life. Oh my sweet he Jesus, was, where did you meet him? How did you Jazz? strike up a he relationship was, with him? He was the night porter in the 24-hour pool hall. So I would arrive there in about 11 or half 11 at night after doing a gig somewhere in the city and we played pool and drank with him until three or four o'clock in the morning. Some of the listeners might remember it was above the McDonald's on the main road it's in Kentish Town. I don't know if it's st- still there or Even not. Even the idea of a 24-hour pool hall. It's brilliant. Well, we're in London for 24 hours so now. So what are we so going to ask? So let's put it out there on this. So we, what are we doing tonight? Well, we were like two children that got out of the house on their own for 24 hours. We got onto the Stansted Express, got off it, got onto the underground. Larita has a whole itinerary of where we're going ready. Real, a real Irish thing. Got onto the tube and this I was about to sit on a bag that was there and this guy pulled it up and he goes, that's me muffin or he had, he had a London accent, I don't know. And I sat down beside him and I said to Hector, this fella's famous here. Well, you had a mask on. I couldn't understand you with the noise of the tube. He's like, something famous. And I said, how is he famous? I looked down, I could see a blue... Victor vel- goes, he's not famous. He's wearing velvet tracksuit bottoms and a pair of Reeboks. I said, oh, he's famous. And it's from The Only Way is Essex. Arge from The Only Way is Essex. And I was explaining to Hector. She had him spotted within seconds. He was really nice. So he said to will me, there, that was Will there muffin. be people listening to this podcast who will know who that man is? So yes, of course. Of all the tubes and, 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 the, and the running underground running in London, we sat on that from Tottenham Court Row to Tottenham Court Row and he was right beside you. And he was really nice. And he was sort of like kind of... Were you talking um, to him? Well, like just kind of... Uh, I, he took up the bag and he said, that was his muffin. And I said, well, you were lucky you saved it. Or I said, my arse could have been on it. And then he was laughing and chatting. And then this and other you, man... Did you say, do you want to go on my muffins? Yeah, did you want to sit on my muffins? <laughs> no, we didn't get that personal. And tell me, then this, man, I, I tell me this, will there be people back in Mayo who would be impressed by the fact that you were sitting beside I don't well, Marge? No, she said it straight away in her mouth. Audrey will be impressed. So Arge was really... Um, it was in the only way is Essex. What is the only Started, way is Essex? Is it like, like is a, it a band? Geordie Shore. It's like Geordie Shore. Yeah, it's Shore, like a TV it? show, like Maiden Chelsea. Falcon Crest. Maiden Chelsea. Yeah, it's like Dynasty. Reality Today TV. Tonight. Yeah, it's very like that. Very, very similar to Today Tonight. Ryark. And he um, what was the going out with a girl called Gemma Collins and they were both very overweight and he then got a gastric band and they <laughs> broke up. Can I ask you a question? Does and he, now he's... Hang on, can I ask you a question? Is he bothered by the fact that you know so much about his life? Well, I don't know. When I was playing at Pure Cool, I then, couldn't so take I couldn't. my eyes off his velvet tracks. He's a voodoo velvet tracks. And then he got some man to get on. Some man was confused about which stop he should have got on it or whatever. So he was very helpful to him. He got him on the train, and he was just. And is he famous? Like is Arge from Essex famous? Arge from the only way is Essex. Yeah, he is. Yeah, and he's really he's skinny. Not skinny, stuff? skinny, but he's lo- he had a gastric band, so he's he's now well, he's skinnier. Not skinny when I saw him. No, but he's not skinny. Like, but like he's but, lost like, weight. He was but, like heavy, heavy. Would he be as as, as thin as, as me? He'd be, be bigger than no, you. No, Tommy's thirty four. <laughs> would he be a 32, 32? Like say he'd be about a thirty six or a thirty. And when he was when without the gastric band, was he big? Was he? He's a big lad. He's a big lad. And uh, yeah, so I, I sometimes tune into the magazines where his love spot with Gemma Collins is on, off, on, off, on, off. And then there's always fights. Is that Gemma Collins who used to be an actress or an actor? She's in The Only Way's Essex. Was she in EastEnders? I don't know. No, you're thinking of you wouldn't have died, dot. No, dot. <laughs> Somebody, so a, mate, a mate of mine, 
<laughs> a friend of mine, Ronan Casey, texted me the other day, or yesterday, he says, ah, oh, poor old dot. Ronan used to do that medium-sized town, fairly big story. And he said, we met her at Glastonbury about in 1994. And there was a load of some Westmead with Westmead jerseys. And we had a flag up at the stage for Radiohead. And it went, Irvi Abu. And later on, she st- she met them. And she said, can you tell me what is that written on that flag? And he had to explain that it's Westmead Abu. Blah, blah. And then they drank. Why was she? They, it was 1994, Dot. She's 95 when she passed away. Look, God she was rest about her 75. Soul. Yeah, and they went drinking with Dot from EastEnders in Glastonbury. Very holy, Hector. I like the way you quote Thank I just God rest her soul. <laughs> and may God hell. be good to her. Yeah. Tommy, give yeah, it to me. Yeah, yeah. And may God be good to her. And may Jesus who died on the cross have no hard feelings against her. So yeah. if we had an Irish version of The Only Way is Essex, what would it be? The Only Way is? Kulak. Enfield. <laughs> Enfield. Anyway, Lorita had it all. It was brilliant. We were on Tottencourt Road, down, up, straight into Soho. It was lovely. From we're Knock su- to we're Soho. We're super efficient travellers. From Knock we're... to Soho. So tonight, what are we doing in London? Yes. Because it's not as like we're in, we're not in Port Leash for a night. Yes. We're not in... Uh... You can't visit the prison. Tommy is yeah, see, I'm off. So, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just really tired, lads, after. Oh, Tommy, don't oh, be you so spent, boring. Tommy, we you spent. We're here now. And yeah, I know, but you're all excited about being in London, but that's fucking, I've, I've been here for weeks. Oh, he's, he, hi, I'm, I'm just, Tommy, I'm too cool. There's uh, only one way to describe I'm just a bit, are, I'm just a bit sleepy. I might have a rest. We are mad um, for I would road. not be... We're ra- I, fu- I fucking saw a karaoke shop and we're going there. Karaoke and drink. What I what I would say is, why don't we have a pint of bitter in the in the cock across the road? A swifty. I have in the to cock. say, Hector, you're enthusiastic about this trip, which is great. Thank you, Tommy. Not so much. We have come to, to honest, London to see you, Tom. And now it's like, oh yeah. No, you haven't come to London to see me. We have. You come have, to we London have to come to see, to see you. you. We're here. Well, you never asked me. Would, would you like to come, <laughs> Tommy? Would you like to see us? You just fucking arrived. Well, you haven't come to London to see me. Surprise! You've come, you've come to London to do a bit of work. That's it. We're working on the podcast. Tell me, it's your Work. night off. It's your night off. So we have. Let's a, go to a strip club or something. Let's live it up. We're not an ord- here for- I wouldn't want to go to an ordinary strip club. We'll go to any sort of one you want to go to. What? What one would you like to go to, Tommy? Like a disabled one or something. Or- <laughs> How do you think that would be different, Tommy? Just be nice. It's a wheelchair access and just, just. <laughs> we could find if we really push it out. We could find some eclectic places to go. Yeah, well, I mean, that's eclectic. My idea was... We go to a Muslim strip club and you take off everything except the face veil. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a really good idea. I'd work in one of those. A tongue and a burqa. I'd work in there because then if you didn't see your face, you wouldn't care. You could be... be. We're only in... A a strip club with massive women. (laughs) Yeah. What would that be called? I don't know what it'd be called, but it'd be be a nice one to just go big, big, big girls. Yeah, it's probably called Big Girls. I'd say you can get any kind of strip club. Well, we're in London. And well, I have to go been... to... The, and is, could we go to a bisexual one where there's men as well? I think we should. Yeah, or could we... Go, do, you know, do you know where you can go to clubs where uh, you see uh, men and women having sex and they at parties they advertise and say they're an actual couple and they come <laughs> and have... Is there ha- an actual place yeah, you can go oh, to? Oh, totally, yeah. And, and just, you watch them have the ride and they you know they say, we're, we're we're John and Sandra and we're a couple and yes, we, we're um, ride. yes. I think it'd be nice to go and watch a couple just have an argument. <laughs> well, we'll just go and sit at a shop Phew. and watch them go past. Just to have a man and wife just not talking to each other. Was it? I love of, seeing that in restaurants. And instead of a pole, it'd be a kitchen table. So what you're looking for there is a live sex show. Yeah, you're looking for a live sex show. 
No, I want I want tension. I want to go to a place where a man and a woman aren't getting on, oh, and they're just vibes slapping each other, <laughs> and there's a live argument. Yeah, I and what that. The head. So you haven't you you stopped listening when I said I don't want to see them have sex. I want to see. Yeah. I want <laughs> what do you want to see? A domestic scene. I want to. See, I don't. I, I, do you want to see a full blown argument, man and woman? Yeah. And then, hey, was he listening to what I was saying? On the counter. Did, did you on the, the counter, is it? Oh, no, Hector, they're not having sex. No, I'm not saying that. He wants, a flo- he wants, he wants to go to see a, a live domestic argument. Yes. It's called a live domestic show, that's called. Oh, yeah. So it's just instead of a pole, it's a kitchen table with a bit of lino underneath it and some sort of... Uh, are they having a cup of tea? They're having a cup of tea. What and, time of the day is it? It's half ten in the morning <laughs> and the kids are at school and no one's talking. To one are they tired? And she throws a fucking tea bag at him. Make your own a wet tea, tea bag. Make your own tea, you cunt. <laughs> does, he, does he lose it then? He took the, no, they just don't talk. And here, he brought... <laughs> it goes on for about four hours. The tension. Two bottles more. Can I get four more beers, please? The tension. Imagine sitting there Could you imagine? It? Just... <laughs> and then he goes... <laughs> and then she says to him, just to try and smooth it over, she goes... She goes, what do you want for dinner tonight? And he says, I don't mind. You can have whatever you want. And then she fucking gets him it. again. And this fella's behind us That's in jackets more. wanking. <laughs> Into no, his empty pint no, no domestics. No one's talking. This fella's pulling himself off. Because they love seeing a live argument. A live tense argument between a couple. And he goes every week. Domestic, you could call the club. Once a week. What else is going on in your lives? Anyway. Well, I experienced my first ever section of a cow the other day. What does that mean? A cow was having a calf in our house, not our farm. So the vet had to be called because the cow was upside down. The calf was upside down, back to front, and his uh, cord was wrapped around oh. his leg. So and, if you can visualise this now, she's oh a big God. cow. My so the calf was the calf was breached. My brother's limousine. Her name is Lara. She's big, big cow and he goes to pull the calf and he can't get the calf out. And then so so, so, three, so the vet came at 11 o'clock to perform the section and left at three. Can I ask you, when your brother puts his hand inside the cow and feels the calf upside down, how long has he got before both craters are in trouble? Well, I, I then arrived on the scene after the section was nearly completed. So the vet was there. So I asked her every question that I could possibly yeah. think of. So she said, I asked her that question and she said, well, if I if you pulled at all, you'd damage the cord, in which case you'd kill the calf. <clears throat> and interestingly, she was, the cow was artificially inseminated um, using a straw. And my brother said the type of bull that was used in the straw he knows a couple of fellas who has cows. Wow. They've, uh, the, all the cats have died and all have had to be sectioned. What? So it's just a, I don't know, whatever. The and, then, and then he says to me, I think that I think the AI man put the straw in back to front. <laughs> so it's like, it took me a second to Was this 11 o'clock at night or 11 in the morning? No, it was in the morning. Now he started at about 8. Now you never hear of a C-section. You've, they're very, very infrequent with, with, with on farms. Well, my father, my father said um, in his 86 years, he's never had a section in his farm. Yeah, it doesn't normally happen. So she, I said to her, why now, how did you do it? So she said, well, we were fortunate enough. This cow's very quiet. So we're able to give her a a local anaesthetic as opposed to a general anaesthetic which is great because if you give them a general anaesthetic they have to be fired on the floor and then they're they're sort of thrown there and it's harder to get the calf out so make a a full uh, slice down and she said you go through all the intestines blah 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 everything and in and uh, took out the calf and she was able to unravel 
the calf. Was it around the, the neck? No, the the, the cord was tied around his leg. So she was able to unravel that. Very, had to be very careful with it, obviously, but that she didn't damage the cord because if she did, she would have had limited enough time to get the calf and out. Cow and calf, okay. Uh, yeah, so then she was there. And it, so it was a younger vet. So she, can, I, can I ask you before you go on? So the yeah. cord is how the calf gets fed. Yeah, it's like any... It's like any so if the cord is cut... Before... Like, say, for instance, they pulled that calf and then the cord cut and then they couldn't get the calf out for ages because obviously the calf was upside down, back to front. If you damaged the cord during that time, the calf would have no oxygen and then the calf would... Does die. oxygen come through the cord as well? Mm. Yeah, that's wow. how they breathe through the cord. They breathe and food. Well, they don't get food. They get blood. Like, they're they're inside the cow. They don't need food. Like, they're just getting the nourishments of the... It's like a mother. Yeah, it's like any I mean, a baby cord. doesn't eat fucking spuds, like, before they come out of the mother. It's an umbilical cord, Tommy. But do you think the cows eat... Everything. Do you think the calves eat silage in the fucking... In the womb, Tommy, like... Tommy, it's an umbilical cord. It's the cord of life. Do you think the calf is in the bag there going, oh, great, we're having nuts now. Oh, fucking love nuts. But do you know the way sperm gets flavoured? <laughs> the fuck is this? Don't know. Oh, for here he wants to walk around the world and he doesn't know anything about. <laughs> so sperm gets flavoured. So if you're after, if Eating you're asparagus, it, what? If you have a load of is broccoli, this, is, asparagus is bad. It makes your pee smell. That, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, so if you had chilli food, would you have a chilli hot hot spunk? Hot spunk. Um, so hot and spicy spunk. Um, so uh, <laughs> I just wondered if the. If the mammy cow uh, was eating a particular type of grass, there's no such thing as a fucking that, particular Tommy. grass. I mean, is grass. You don't Tommy. go out to a field and go grass is grass. Yeah, I, I, I bet you. you Hang on a second. Cow. What do you say? Oh yeah, I've got some lovely meadowvale mayo grass here. I bet you vegan um, grass. Let's put Tommy. it out there. Let's put it out there. I bet you there are different types Tommy, of grass. There isn't. Tommy, there is there different, different types, types of grass. My father worked for Chagas. My father's father worked for Chagas. Of course, there's different types of grass. But I mean, they're not fucking flavored and go. Jesus, Tommy. Send Mary down to the fucking honey field. Summer pastures. They ate it. It's grass. Tell him about the umbilical cord that gives life and he has and five or six children. Look, nuts the and of six children here. They get nuts get, and silage. Is that how they survive in the womb? Yeah, they. you do know... Is a cow's womb the same womb? Is it the womb of life? Well, I, I, you came all the way over from fucking knock to pick on me. I hope it's working. We brought you to a farm a couple of weeks ago. What did ago. you think that the calves were actually consuming? No, what I'm asking about is that the, that whatever the whatever the cow is consuming, the calf is consuming. Exactly. But cows consume... Pretty basic stuff, like so. Yeah, but there is a there is a choice. Farmers, Not for them, no. Farmers can feed cows different things at different times of the year. Silage, nuts, yes. or whatever they want, whatever, whatever a cow will eat. So I was just curious. You wouldn't to, want the cow to get too fat now when she's having a baby. I'm bored of this. No, I'm not either. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Go so on. go on, tell us about the. No, go on. What's your question? I don't have any questions now. I'm just going to. No, but your question here. was what? My question was. Um, uh, I can't remember what my question now, was. Here. The question so, here I'm is so bullied. So this no, this the is toxic no, workplace. No, this, this, this not Tommy. So she, I, I, I can report the fucking Perry to Yvonne for <laughs> fucking, for bullying in the workplace. We, we came a, over to get bully a compensation it. This is claim. A huge thing. Bullying you in person is much better than bullying you online. <laughs> a C-section with a cow in Mayo. Will it, it wasn't. Make a, it, so obviously, I've never seen a female uh, human getting. A human getting a C-section. Yes. Why do they call it a C-section? Because it's in the in the shape of a C. I don't know no, what that. It's, it's near your. Tommy, <laughs> that is not why. What? That is That's disgusting. not what they call it a C-section. Of course, it's not Hector. Why are you even engaging with him on that? So it was why, a straight why section. Why is it, it called a C-section though? 
I think because it, it goes around your stomach in a circle, yes. a, a semicircle. Yeah, shape of a C. Yeah. 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 Yes, and uh, in a cow, it's just a, it's just a stri- it's an eye section. Well, uh, is the cow and the calf happy and healthy? Thanks be to calf God. Calf was completely dopey, and I said to her, "What's wrong with him now?" He's not getting up, and she said, "Oh, you see, he's a little bit coloured. There is yeah, yeah. a different different colour." And I said, "Oh, what happened to him?" And she said, "Well, he's after um, because he was in his bag. He he had consumed some of his own excrement." Which happens sometimes fluidy, to a baby yeah. and then they get really sick. So he got really sick for about, he was sick for a couple, like he was slow. He was a bit, he's a that's, little that's bit. What happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why I'm laughing. That's not uh, even funny. You read your own shite in the womb. <laughs> Shut your mouth. You know I had a blood transfusion. You know I had a blood transfusion when I was born. Funny. That's what's not funny. I eat your old shite. Shut up, Tommy. What's wrong with Larissa? You have a clue about egg on farms. Um, <laughs> you might know a lot about books, but you know nothing about farm. Go on, and he reader. Was, he, he was a bit. He was a bit. Um, Get him a new farm manual here, Chagas. He was a bit slow. His tongue was <laughs> sticking out. Chagas. He was. His tongue was sticking out, and his, her. What? Her. His tongue was yeah. sticking out, and his and her, her udder, her tits were a bit small. So for him, he couldn't. It was a bit complicated for him because his tongue was sticking out, and then he was trying his to. What? Stuck his tongue. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Why do I keep saying tongue? Tongue. Yeah. Oh God, no, yeah. I don't mean. And I hate tongue, tongue. You're thinking. How tongue, are they now? Tongue, How tongue. are they now? Uh, they're good. She licked his navel the next morning and cut Did it. Did <laughs> <laughs> So he had to get stitches, and then she was got sick. But they're all what? fine. Uh, now. Hang on, hang on. Whoa, 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 hang on. He, she licked his navel, so he had to get stitches. Yeah, because she kept licking it and licking it and licking it and licking it until she made it bleed. Why Why was she licking she his navel? She put her sense on her, on her calf, her smell. No, she was just um, overly... She, I think she's got OCD, Tommy. <laughs> yeah. What? She's got OCD. The cow is OCD because she's a pedigree, Charlie. She's got OCD, Tommy, yeah. She's, Some uh, of the pedigrees are she, highly she, strong. She, he wasn't clean enough for her and she was cleaning them. Really? You uh, know that's they. You know they lick their young when they're born. Continuously to try and... They and clean them. To clean them and yeah. to put their their scent on their young. Do you know that if a lamb walked in, like if say a lamb into season, a bar, if you know, <laughs> do you know if a lamb walked into if a, a lamb, lamb into a bar. if a lamb walked into a field with hundreds and hundreds of other lambs and hundreds of hundreds of other yos, that that lamb will know that bleat a million miles away, and especially the smell that that lamb will find its mother. Same with a horse and a foal. Unbelievable the way that the way they put their, their scent. On the young born. Yeah, so it's, it's a fascinating um, half an hour with the vet. And I asked lots of questions. You, you just invented a word there, Hector. What did I do? The young born. <laughs> he didn't say that. Did he he? That's another one of my words. It's the young born. The, the young born. <laughs> do you mean the what? newborn? My name is you, Uthric, no, the young or the unborn. Kingdom. My name is. My name I is. I can't believe Citric. I can't. Citric. <laughs> Citric. Have you watched The Witcher? Have you seen The Witcher? No. Oh, you have to watch The Witcher. No, Hector, because you're fucking Witcher and are... Last Kingdom. Get on it, the two of them. I am Youngborn. That's that my name the tonight in dialogue is My it? name is Young. What's your name? Youngborn. Where are you from? You like a lot of, like, kind of. I do love anything back in time. Sci fi stuff. If I could be catapulted back into old Exeter or fucking up around the. the yeah, what's I that don't massive like forest where Robin Hood used to live? Sherwood Forest. Sherwood Forest, <laughs> 500 years ago, in the middle of them, Tommy'd be walking along the road. I'd be coming along on a horse and cart. He'd be coming along. He'd be the local priest. And he's on his way to a fair. Where? In Sittingburn or somewhere. And I'd hop in here on the on the ass and cart. Yeah. Oh. Tell you, us about, about the cow anyway. So the Anyway, co- yes, she had the calf. The calf was delivered 
perfectly and seamlessly and all is well. Well, well, well done. Does she have a, like what's her, how does she get better after being cut open? Well, she was just kept in and put out. An antiseptic spray. She's on, on an antibiotic for infections, she's on probably. An antibiotic and injection. My brother had to inject her every day. And when you say that her udder wasn't big enough. Oh, her udder was huge, full of milk. Her tits weren't big enough. You, no, her teeth, or whatever you want the, to call them. The but long, they're her tits, like. They weren't. And could that have been identified before she gave birth? No, no, it's just that they. They produce cows, milk rapidly it's like, after. It's like birth. every cow's. Every woman has different. Nipples. Yeah. It's 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 it's, it's a, just different. Like she's, it's just. And would the four teats have been equally problematic? They just seemed a little bit small for his mouth. A bit but once butty. he got a, yeah, a bit butty. They were a bit body. They weren't long. And so she, once he got his tongue back into his and mouth, he starts and feeding away in the basement. He, he was fine. Yeah, and he wouldn't. He wouldn't take it out of a bucket, or he wouldn't. He wanted his mum's milk. Yeah, you could spray it from her teeth into his mouth if you wanted. <laughs> There's clubs you can go to. There's places to you can fed, go to be fed. To be fed. To be milked. You know the lads they have. That's, what, that's one of my favourite phrases ever. He wouldn't take it out of a bucket. <laughs> Why? He wouldn't take it out of a bucket. Isn't that a great way to describe somebody? Ah, he was a good lad, yeah, he was a great man, but he wouldn't fucking take it out of a bucket. <laughs> what was that one you said last week? He's the one of the main men in the town, but he was a tool. What was the one you said from Cody last week? Don't remember. You do. He's oh, a, what he was, was a Co- great what, man what was in the Cody? town? But he, he was read a tool. the poetry. Cody, the poet, was going down well. He was a great man in the two. It was a. Oh, was a great. No, man. no, that's what Cody that's what got a great was, reaction. Oh, somebody was listening <laughs> no. to Cody coming back from Croke Park. What happened was, so I'm on the train this morning, and uh, from where was I last night? You were in Northampton. Northampton. I'm away to London, and as we're walking up the ramp in Houston Station, this fella goes, "Oh, you're not going to believe this." And he, he was actually listening... Where was he from? ...to the podcast. Longford. Right. And then he says to me, he starts talking about... He said, Cody is brilliant, he says. I'm loving Cody. And you were going... Thought, what the fuck You were going, in? Brian Cody? I had no idea what he was talking about. Oh, the, Michael Cody, the poet yes, from last week. that was last So, week's Tommy, poem. somebody then was... T- there was a load of reaction to Cody. And then somebody said, I am driving here with my children in the car... Cody was my teacher. It's so great to hear his words. What a legend. So there was a great reaction to the Cody thing. Used to be uh, his English teacher. Yes. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, It's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Tell me, uh, 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 just so that was my farm life. Just on that, just got into the little, got stuck into a little bit of farm life because you see, I, I'm my father has his mobility scooter and we're we're taking a lot of trips regularly up and down to the farm and up and down into. Now, the what shed. kind of terrain can the mobility scooter go on? <sighs> Pretty flat, but he cannot get into his head. That should just be flat. Comp- He's disgusted it's not a tractor. I'm like, Dad, it's a small, four small rubber could you wheels. Ta- could you take you it could down pimp it up, to you could pimp it up the, the local garage and just yes. get it modified so but it could be like a cross-country Like an amphibian. Scooter. Put four front tractor wheels you, you on it. You can put small tractor wheels on a mobility scooter. Yes, I understand, but he does not need it. Yes, he, he does. He does when they're bailing hay in the height of the summer. He could be He's milling around the silage. saying to me, oh, I'm going to try and go in around the shed here on this. I said, D- don't try that. That. There's rough stones there. You'll get stuck. Don't do it. Off he goes. And then he goes, I think I'm stuck. I said, honestly. Is, I is think it, I sometimes am a little bit nurse ratchety with him. Is it, I, it sounds to me like the mobility scooter isn't uh, rough and tumble enough for his needs. I think he needs a sort of a quad. Or what a bit of, you see, you're saying he's grand. It's grand. It's not Larita. It needs to be a multi-purpose, all-weather. Amphibian. Crossing rivers. Oh, yes. Going up. Mountains, all terrain vehicle. Yes, up Neffen, he can go the type anywhere. Thing he wants. in Serbia, absolutely, and you can modify it and and get camouflage colour on it. Put flames on sticker, it. Sticker, <laughs> stickers, and and one of those mad fucking flags on the back. And you get one that plays music. Give me all your loving, <laughs> all, all your, your hearts and, and kisses too. <laughs> and he has all ACDC. Give me all your loving. Don't oh, let up until we're through. ZZ Top, MTV Europe. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a fucking disaster. With I brought him out there yesterday for we're walking back the road like mad and it goes fast and I'm able to run beside him and we're just, and then I'm saying so, to him, well, well, just, just slow down, slow yeah. down. We went out for a walk yesterday. Yes, so, so he's on He's in the mobility on the rabbit. He's on the rabbit. That's in front of a vibrator. Yeah, he's so is, the, a, is there a rabbit and a hair? Ha- oh, the hair. Tortoise. Like the, tortoise yes. and a hair. And I he's on the hair section. So it's going fast. And it's for me, it would be a, at a jog. Right. So I push him onto the fast mode. Was this up the main road in Knockmore? Yeah, just, no, well, it's on our road. Like, Lovely. In the backside road. And so we're driving. He's flying, right? And I said to him, Dad, pull in. There's a car coming. Just stop the machine. If you just stop pressing the buttons, the thing will stop. Just stop it. And he's like driving away there. It's fucking cars trying to go past him and talk to him. And he's just, if someone stops to talk to him, he just keeps fucking going he past seems them. To be I think this. that that's exactly what your father deserves. After a long 86 years of life and all the trials and tribulations that man has been through, he shouldn't be put on a fucking Montessori nursery school version <laughs> of some... Bit. Let him put fucking... Bring him to the ploughing championships and let him pimp it up to the hilt. He should have the... He should have a fucking... Well, We'll, we'll BMW pimp. engine inside it and, we'll, we'll and camouflage color. it's easily done there are people out there that could modify that for you in the blink of an eye one afternoon in a workshop Clive he, he, anyone could do it but Clive, we need, to, we need Clive, to pimp your dad's vehicle pimp it up to fuck so but he, he loves it he absolutely loves getting out and driving around and in and out the cattle do you make him wear anything particularly when he goes on it I mean 
Maybe. I'm gonna. I am going to hit you if you say a helmet, Louisa. No. I'm going to fucking <laughs> He's hit not you. Wearing a helmet. Of course, I didn't make him wear a Another helmet. Another thing. One more thing, and I'm going to hit you if you say a high vis jacket. <laughs> <laughs> no, I make him like I, I do. No, I don't make him. No high vis. But I do what make do? him wear a 86. hat. 86. He doesn't deserve a high. You make him wear a hat just so that his head's warm. And then he said to me, "Don't pull that down over my ears." And I'm like, "Dad, you need it over yours. You're going to be cold." So I think I'm a. I think I might be a bit mean. Like, I think you are. I talk to him sometimes, like as if he's. I think child. you need not to get do him. Do you talk to me like I'm a fucking child <laughs> half the time? Was that I'm not surprised? Why don't you I'm get like, him some no. camouflage gear, some fucking really good bike, and some weapons? Yes, like a crossbow and, and a fucking <laughs> shotgun. <laughs> Imagine if he had a shotgun, it'd be fucking delightful. One of those, when it gets to night time about eight o'clock, a big floodlight on the front. There's a light on it. Light up the whole fucking town. Here he comes, boys. There's a basket and a light on it. Oh, no, get rid of a a basket. basket. Now, come on. Yeah. Come on, it's not a Rally 20 back in 1983. It's a basket on it. Rally 20. It was called a Rally Shopper. It was a Rally Shopper. A pink one. Tommy had a pink one. Lorita, just on the farming thing, and I know Tommy's dad worked for Chagas and his father's father worked for Chagas. Well, you should ask your father how, you know, he'd be ashamed of you. You should tell that story to Kevin. He'd like that. If Kevin heard how you asking, how does a calf get food? No, that's what I asked. Yes, how do they get food? No, he, he said, does the, how does it, does uh, the, uh, does what the mother eat transfer to the calf? So it, I was talking about different flavours of grass. Tommy, we are what we consume. I can't believe you thought that the fucking grass went through the umbilical cord. Like it's the not umbilical a, cord. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Is that like a fucking atheist what, tube? How do you pronounce it? Huh? The umbilical. The umbilical cord. What is it? The umbilical. Umbilical. It's the umbilical. Umbilical. It's near the office. Is it U-M or U-N? It's, it's U-M. B-I-L. U-M. Umbilical. Umbilical. Umbilical sounds umbilical. a lot better. It's the umbilical cord. Yeah. Uh, just congratulations on that because there's not... Uh, it, it wasn't a cheap, I'll pass a that che- on a cheap to Lara. procedure, but in, in 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 for the health of your cow. How much do you think a section costs? Well, I'm oh ca- Jesus, you pay for it. Of course, you of course fucking pay for it. They're Tommy, not on the. You pay through the fucking they're not note. on the HSE. Not, many, not every farmer would do this, but for the love of your pedigree. Okay, and, and congratulations give us, give on us, that. Give us a you number. Don't? Give us a number, Hector, and I'll give you a number then. Look, we always had a cow and calf out the back. We never no, had a C-section. No, we lost a cow to tetanus Besides once. Blue, she was trees. blue, and I never forget when she was taken away in the back of a truck. So on the saddest day of me and me brothers. The blue, she was a lovely colour, grey blue. Um, I hang on, say, whoa, sorry, sorry, slow down there a second. You told us about the Belgian blue. You, before. See, hang on, you had a Belgian, cow in your back garden. Beside the palm tree. She's a Belgian blue. She lived on the back, in the back garden. What? Tommy, he's told us and this she'd before. She'd always be in cow and calf. And then me you had, you had one cow, like fucking Jack and the Beanstalk. <laughs> They used to milk her and everything. And your mother said you to turn. You met a gypsy with magic beans. We would, I would be getting up. <laughs> and the magic beans going to town with the magic beans. And your mother Freddie and the boys. How much you give us that cow? He said, we met a tramp in the way red tracks. He gave us his magic beans. She fucks them out the window. Beans. Magic fucking beans. And I said to my mother, I met I a tramp on the way sick. in past the caravans. And she said, did you sell them the magic beans? <laughs> you had one cow in the backyard. We had a cow called Blue, but she was always Why in cow and calf. She had been so seven or great, eight great years or not. But did Hang you... on a minute. <laughs> you had one cow in your yeah. backyard. Yes. For seven she... years. Yeah. She was... <laughs> she was... Why? Why? Tommy. 
I have never in my life driven past a house and there's one cow in the backyard. But we didn't have room for fucking 20. How many are you going to have? Why did you have any? Because we fucking liked having a cow in calf. We had a fucking... We had a Jack Russell who was Toto in the fucking Wizard of Oz. And we had a cow called Blue out the back who was always in calf. She was How always, did she get in calf? Well, the, we'd bring her to the bull once a year and she'd be always in calf. The and then we'd sell the calf. We'd fatten up the calf and squeeze the nuts Where out Where did the bull live? The bull was always down the road near, down in, down the, down in Bormie. So this was an ordinary back garden? Yeah, well, it's sort of an <laughs> annex off the back. Was it a back garden? We had a little square area. Where the area. No, was. it was more the back field. She was like, there was a hedge... Uh, we had a magnificent sculpture. And did anybody ever? Sorry, he had a magnificent, a magnificent sculpture <laughs> as well. We thought this is great. My father in 1983 said, "Right, right, right. We're going to build a few flower beds." And this lad arrived in a trailer and he dumped four massive tractor tires out in strategic parts of the lawn. And then my father said, "Right, these are flower beds. So plant everything inside the trailer." Uh, the, the, uh, the tires. Sorry, is that so the we, sculpture? So we, we painted, you know, the the, the, the treads on a massive trier like that. We painted them white and they were our flower beds. And we thought, and inside the massive Send tractor out. tower, we put compost and we put in our daffodils and everything. And it was a ready-made flower bed. I can't get And the cow it. used to graze around that area. So she the was, cow actually lived in the back garden with yeah, the she had flowers? Yeah, she, she grew out into a little field, but she could come in and out of the, out of the lawn when she wanted to. Blue, sure was her name. But she died of tetanus. Which is or a fucking embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> but she how many calves did she have? She had seven or eight calves. Look, she was well. But ready we're farming stock. We're farming stock. That's what I said to you. Well done for the season. Farming stock, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The fuck with the one, one cow, cow at the back. How the fuck could you classify that? Yeah, as, I, I, told you get, the, I told you that I'm one of the. Travelers. Did you get a headage number for I, that? I told you that I'm one of the travellers. Those are my fifty calves outside the door. I had to get to know them over 20 years of 10, 15 years walking by them. But there was one greyhound who used to always come up to the house. And didn't he die one day out the back of the house? I walked out and there he was, rigor mortis, this greyhound, this traveller's greyhound. So I was there. If the travellers find him up here, they'll blame me for killing yeah. the dog. Did so you I poison to, him? I had to try and bury the dog out in the field. He said, well, Freddie dug a grave for the greyhound. We couldn't get the, one of the legs in. <laughs> to the ground. And Freddie was there. Break it. <laughs> Break his leg. I was there, I'm not breaking his leg. It just kept protruding. The more soil we put on it, the the thing kept protruding. I was there, break the fucking leg before the travellers come. Because if they see their fucking prize greyhound, I was there, break it. And every time we put the soil on top of it, and then, yeah, take a lump of grass and put it next Stop it! What so we had to snap the greyhound's leg in about six no, different places. We stood on it and buried him. Uh, one of the travellers' greyhounds, but that was out where Blue was. But Freddie got ringworm the same. We did one with one small Freddie. We went down How the fucking you, you wouldn't read this in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. These are the most depressing family I've ever fucking heard in my life. They have one cow, the fucking the dead dog didn't belong to them, and Freddie got ringworm. <laughs> Freddie got wing where we had to go down to Silver Tank we had to, get, we had to go to a pub in the middle of nowhere to meet the lad with the cure and he had to be a Guinness and me and Freddie sat on a couch in a lounge with a glass of lemonade and he full of ringworm and you might give me the which one is this I said it's not me anyway Freddie with big rings all over his head Hobbit. I said it's my brother and he said to come over to me and he, he rubbed him then with a, something, some coin and a, and a candle <laughs> <laughs> and he's 
went, do work in the station, please. And I was going, what is your man? Was fucking... he also the barman? He, he was... <laughs> Freddie was riddled with ringworm. Did it and work? He fucking, the ringworm went about a week later. Gone. Gone. We've all been there. Oh, well, down the silver tanker. I think his name was Sean Coffey. I think he had the cure for warts and he had the cure for ringworm. Amazing. Oh, when oh. I think back to that, that was the 80s. <laughs> then another lad came one day. He was a policeman. He was a cop. In, was he in, looking for the No, he was into greyhounds. <laughs> he was into greyhounds. And he was a big man. And, and my father said, he's a guard in town. And I said, what's he doing here? Why and, are you... Now, those of you can't see, Hector he's, is... He's pretending. dropping off greyhounds. <laughs> Hector is... <laughs> Looks making, like he's on a motorbike. Hector is miming me on a bicycle. <laughs> no, we're holding greyhounds. Oh, he's holding them <laughs> When your whole greyhounds okay. are like that Because there's normally three or four on the leash okay. And I said to my father What's he doing? Oh he's dropping off greyhounds We're going to train them for a while And he left about six greyhounds in the and shed where did you train And my them? father said to me Every day when you come in from school Take out them greyhounds And walk them down there And walk them back up again <laughs> And his name was Eamon Gallagher He was a guard in Navin And where did you train we them? Used to ra- he was ra- up and down the field We had to mind them And so me and Freddie took three greyhounds And Oh, they were great days. They were simple days. Oh, well, for fuck's sake. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Oh, by the way, how much is a C-section for a oh, cow? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How so guess, is... you guess. Okay, a C-section for a cow uh, performed by a local vet, I'd say you're talking about £1,250. Euro. €1,250. Euro. I'd say maybe you might get it for out knock more for maybe for 900 Jesus, I hope there's no vets listening to this putting the price up. Costs about 400 to get one done. Wow, wow, not cheap. Now we know. Cow and calf safe. All well. Well done. Thank you very much for listening and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you very much and goodbye. God bless. One more thing. We wanted to give you a taste of what to expect if you sign up for our members only episode on a Monday. Exclusive and ad free. Find out all the details on thlpod.com forward slash members only. Before we go, we'd visit an old drapery shop. Right. right and we get the mannequins. Yeah. And we'd take off the fucking the arms of the mannequins <laughs> and we'd use that to hold up the post office and they'd have to say it was an armed robbery <laughs> <laughs> and we'd sleep in a field in a at sleepy night. little village where nothing happens and next minute three fellas come in with, with plastic arms yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a gun set but we'd have the masks on anyway for Covid so they wouldn't yeah. really know who and it is we could get your Marita, camouflage what would gear you do? Would, you be the, would you be outside with the getaway car or would you go in and fool no, them no Dorita she's the boss do? she'd be put the money into the bags yeah, I'd be counting the money, the money. In the bag. yeah I'd be counting the money to make sure we Tommy, all had I'll go in with the baseball bat and the hatchet no it can't be anything dangerous it has to be something what do you mean it can't be dangerous we have to show that we're in charge we have the arms the mannequin arms <laughs> They'd hurt you. You just we, put a plastic bag over it, it and they think it, it was. has to be. You could go around with slices of cake. Just. <laughs> what would you not? What would you like <laughs> to say? What would you like to say in a robbery? Put everything into the bag, quick! <laughs> yeah, yeah, Can I jump up at the counter and <laughs> batter the, 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 the glass thing? No, but you, then it you'll has be to hurt. Be like a robbery because if it's going to be on CCTV, we need some action. We can't just stand there. It's like the fucking <laughs> money oyster. <laughs> Yeah, but you can't break people. No, no break I'm not going to break people. We're so are you going to break, break the safe? Like, yeah, no, crack, you know, we need an angle grinder. The safe. No, we just take the money that's on the in counter the till, in the in till. The, till. Yeah, the charity box. It doesn't matter. The television show. And where where would we have a car? What kind of a car would we have? I think an old Passat or something. Yeah, but we bicycles. We're going to wear bicycles.
there's a spe- might be there's a special spray you can buy, right? Makes you invisible. <laughs> there's a spray. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed that taste of our members-only episode. To find out more, head to www.thlpod.com forward slash members only. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.